the opinions expressed on this program are solely those of its hosts, guests, or callers, and do not necessarily represent the opinions of WTBR-FM, its management, other producers, or sponsors. When you get two guys that are sitting here on Radio Row in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, at the Super Bowl where we should be, that's where we belong, but we're actually still in cold Pittsfield. But we got a lot of sports to talk about today. Ladies and gentlemen, it's another sizzling, popping edition of Cronin and the Suck. Let's go! Welcome to another edition of Cronin and the Zuck. Robbie, how you doing on this beautiful morning here in Phoenix, I'm, Arizona? I'm alive. <laughs> That's all I can say. <laughs> hey, you know what? We would have had uh, you know nine minutes of uh, what's a state almost fire for crying out loud. There, <laughs> that been a nice intro, huh? Yeah, absolutely. So I got to start with Tom Brady. You got to start with Tom Brady. Oh God, he's finally retired, and we got to start with Tom Brady. Okay, go for it. What's going on? I know Jim the- Jim Gray, who yeah. is one of the the goats of sports broadcasting, yes, you know, know, sports reporting. Yes. He's got a podcast with Tom Brady called Let's Go on SiriusXM every week. Okay. And last night, the one and only Bill Belichick came on to talk with those guys, and he said, "Tom is the greatest to ever do this." this job he's the greatest ever had the greatest career ever and he's a great person and Brady responded by saying that you know coach Bill he kicked my ass in meetings and he always told me I have to treat you the way I treat everybody else and Brady said absolutely because if you don't yell at me but you yell at the other 52 on the roster then I have no accountability towards my teammates. Right, right. So I want to I want to squash the notion right now that everybody out there is saying that oh he'll never retire as a Patriot. Him and Belichick's relationship is ruined. And, and Brady goes, you know, distance. He goes, now that we we aren't together anymore. He goes, it makes us fonder for each other. Yeah, right. But he goes, but everybody's trying to to you know put a cement block in between us. And he goes, and that's not. He goes, I wouldn't want to have had any other coach for those 20 years that I had. He goes, he didn't want to throw a football. I didn't want to coach. And he goes, and he goes, and if you had seen Bill throw a football, you wouldn't want him to be your quarterback either. <laughs> he, he goes, but yeah, he, was, yeah. he goes, he is the, re- he's the reason that I am where I am today. So screw all you people that say that he'll never go back to New England and retire on a one-day contract. Right, it's, it's ridiculous. Robert Kraft said it's going to happen. The fact that he was on last night with him and Jim Gray was one of the most amazing things I've ever seen and heard, the respect level f- that those two guys have for each other. And Brady goes, yeah, we had hard times. Well, of course. I he, mean, goes, and the fa- he goes, and yeah, relationships yeah. have difficult, rocky conversations sometimes. He goes, do. And we had those. Right. He goes, but at the end of the day, it's the respect level. And that's that's we can get Tom Brady right out of the way. 
That was I just no, wanted to bring. No, I just wanted to bring that, that, was, that no, up. That was no, that was that was great. Um, I'm, my, you know, I've said to you many times that to me this was a football decision in terms of personnel. When you watched the last year with Brady having basically nobody to throw the ball to, and he found you know a place in Tampa that had weapons. They got Gronkowski and Evans and all these other guys. So and Fournier and a very good defense and. You know, Presto, he's got a Super Bowl the first year he goes down there. So I think it was more of a football thing. But, yeah, of course, we were together how many years? 20. 20. Okay, so there you go. I mean, it's like a marriage. It's gonna, sometimes it's going to be good. Sometimes it's going to be bad. You know, it just and, and, that, and, and, that's, that's showbiz, all right? You know, that's what it is. 413-445-5943, just in case you want to remember. Anyway, go on. And it was really yeah. funny. Jim Gray says, now, Tom, you said you were going to retire when you, when you suck. He goes, and you clearly don't suck. You can clearly still play. And Tom goes, well, that was a long time ago when I said that. And he goes, right. but I did. And Jim Gray goes, well, you can clearly still throw the football. Don't you want to still throw the football? And Brady goes, I'll throw the football anytime I want. It may not be competitive anymore, but when I want to throw the football, I'll throw the football. So it was almost like he was messing with the public again, going, oh, is he leaving the door open for like a a second on retirement like you know Gronk no, did I don't think I, so I hope not no it's you know and Jim Gray, Jim, Jim Gray said you know the NBA was never the same when Jordan retired the NFL is never going to be the same now that Brady's retired oh it'll be fine but it's time <laughs> it's time time to move on it's fine time to get going it's there's plenty of good young say. quarterbacks out there and you know in the, in the NFL so yeah well I think we'll talk about the Super Bowl towards the end of the show but uh yeah. so uh, we'll get predictions I have injuries and all these other things not you know so anyway but um I got to talk about this because this has been a subject on radio for quite a while, and obviously we got the NBA trade deadline on Thursday. But do I do I dare talk about Kyrie Irving in the trade to Dallas? I mean, this guy is just—I don't have words for this guy. Durant, you know, Jock Vaughn comes on. They win eighteen out of twenty. They're playing well. Durant, of course, gets hurt again. What else is new with Durant? Supposedly coming back in a couple of days, and all of a sudden, before the trade deadline, he's asking for a trade. So Sean Marks traded him. Finally, they got Dinwiddie. They got a trade, a draft pick back. Uh, I thought they were going to make a three-way deal, but evidently that was that was about it. But I mean, Dinwiddie goes back to the back to the Nets. I like Spencer Dinwiddie, but uh, trade deadline, I ex- I expect the Nets to do more. I expect Sean Marks to do something else. But this guy is ridiculous. What a clown! What an absolute clown! And how? Here's here's what I don't understand. First of all, as a as as a as a practicing Jew, okay, myself, and I don't want to get into major politics or anything like this. But the thing is that how can Mark Cuban, who's a Jewish man, with all the things that Kyrie Irving said, or or at least put quotes up, okay? supporting that book. supporting that book, have the audacity and have the temerity to actually go out and and and, and trade for him? He doesn't play defense. How is Luca and him going to share the ball? You have two guys that don't play defense. Luca wants the ball, right? So tell me how they're going to share the ball. Now I know he's going to be a free agent after, so obviously Dallas can say if he doesn't pan out, they can say okay, walk away. You know. I hope honestly no one signs him in the offseason. Oh my god. They just, they just, he's, he's a poison. I tell you, he is a poison. Adam Silver is a, is, is just a jerk to me. I I, he, I think the leadership, I mean David Stern is rolling over at his grave cuz I thought David Stern was a great commissioner. And if he saw the type of basketball that's played and, and just the whole attitude from NBA players, I want to be with this guy, I want to be traded. It's just ridiculous. It's about, Kyrie Irving is like, and it's it, and I'm so sick of hearing how talented he is. Yeah, he's talented, but he's a cancer on every stinking team that he goes to with the exception of Cleveland when they won that time. Four years in Brooklyn, 185 missed games, yeah. six and seven in wait, the playoffs, wait. and 242 temper you could put you, <laughs> you could put up with him if he played. See, I mean, think about this, right? How many games, right, did he and Durant play together in four years? Now, obviously, Durant had the injury. Take a guess. 74. Wow. That's it. Okay, here's the big question for you. James Harden, Durant, and Kyrie Irving together played a total of 16 games between the three of them, Okay. 
So that never panned out. See, I think Sean Marks got a little bit greedy going out and getting Harden, too. Shows you can't really buy a championship. You can sometimes. I mean, the Yankees proved that in 09. They still haven't gotten back there since. You know, they went out and got Tashira. They went out and got, you know, uh, you know some big Sabathia. Pitches, Sabathia right, and, AJ, and AJ Burnett. Right, thanks for reminding me. But I mean, I mean, what a narcissistic jerk this guy really is. I mean, you know, I mean, so the Nets, yeah, they get they got uh, Dinwiddie back, a draft pick, but they're, you know, I don't like I said, I don't think they're finished. But uh, anyway, it's addition by subtraction for Brooklyn. It's, getting rid of that clown. And now Durant, might, I would trade Durant. What, okay, what Durant's got? What five? What has he got? Five more years in this contract? Whatever it, it is. You know who another putz is that I can't stand is Stephen A. Smith. Yeah. Okay, I can't stand him either. What, did he have a comment about this uh, Kyrie he, Irving situation? He, he thinks that uh, the Celtics are going to try to trade Jalen Brown for Kevin Durant. Oh, that's crazy. I wouldn't make oh, that trade I if I was a Celtics. That. I wouldn't Ke- touch that with a 50-foot It's not that Durant's me? not a great player. He's a great player. He's never healthy. All he does is get hurt. I mean, it's crazy. Jalen Brown's been hurt lately, too, but you know what? I know, Still, I know. It's, it's the chemistry when, when, yeah. when Brown, Smart, and Tatum are on the court together. They don't need that. They, they don't need that. They don't need Durant. Uh, they have the best record in the league. Right. You know, they don't need to bring in this guy who, you know, yeah, he's three years left on his deal, by the way. He's right. got a four-year deal in the offseason. So, Talk about Durant? What, yeah. What's okay. he going to do? Right. When, it, when they get to the finals and lose, is he going to go, I don't want to be here anymore? Well, the thing And is, then they're going to have to deal with that headache right. and, and the, his stupid Twitter burner accounts and all the right. drama that surrounds him. Give me, keep keep Jalen Brown. That, that would be... Mm. Yeah, I, I don't want that. would that. drive I, me I, nuts. If I was a Celtic fan, I wouldn't want the, the, all the shenanigans. Plus, also, you're picking up his contract. The thing is, he is, I mean, you know, he's got, what is he, 35 now? 34, 35? 34, 35, right, so yeah. yeah. Right, so I'm saying if he goes to a better team, I mean, if, if, if Sean Marks says, okay, we're going to get rid of him and rebuild and, and go and get lots of draft picks, I mean, they were in a good position until they decided to do this, like, you know, buy a team sort of nonsense when they had all these other guys. It was really building a good team in Brooklyn, but... Anyway, 413-445-5943, Cronin's look right here on a Tuesday morning, 22 degrees at 10.07. Uh, I was going to say, I heard a rumor about the Knicks. This has been Knicks been talking. Anyway, the Knicks, the Knicks drive me crazy. They, they're down by 22 the other night. They beat the 76ers, but I, I, couldn't, I, I couldn't watch it. I turned it off, and then finally they actually won. They won on a 17-0 run. But, I mean, I watched the game the other night against the Lakers. And in a span of about eight seconds with two minutes left in the game, they took four consecutive three-point shots that clanged off the, off the backboard. I mean, I just don't get it. I don't understand it. I'll never get it. But here's the deal. There's been a trade rumor right now to move Fournier, and, because Fournier's contract is ridiculous. I think he's making like 18, 18-6 or something. He's, he's, off, you know, he's got his contract. And they talked about moving Obi Toppin and for, for uh, Malik Beasley and then also for Jared Vanderbilt, two guys that came over from Minnesota in the Rudy Gobert deal. So that's been the rumor about, uh, and, and like I said, the trade deadline is on Thursday. So, um, so yeah, so, I mean, I'm just wondering if the Knicks are going to do I'd love to see them do this because I think Beasley is a guy who can help them down low. You know, I, I just think, and, and get rid, and you get rid of the contract. You get rid of Fournier. Fournier's been a disaster. You get rid of Fournier. Obi Toppin, you know what? I don't think he's ever going to really develop with the Knicks, but maybe he could with another organization. So but. Fournier will be a, a, a cult classic in Boston. Remember when he, they traded for him two years yeah. ago, and he went 0 for 12 in his first oh, yeah. game. <laughs> Guy's awful. Well, they, I mean, all they do is try to claim for three-pointers. I mean, it, it, drives, it drives me absolutely bananas. I who's, mean, who's the head coach of the Knicks? Oh, it's Thibodeau. Tom, Tom Thibodeau. Thibodeau, yeah. right, right. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, these coaches, I mean, call them coaches half the time. I mean, there's a few guys out there that actually teach the game. And I'm not saying that Thibodeau doesn't know the game, but when you see some of the things that these players do, you wonder what the coaches are actually saying to them. It's like, I don't, I don't see written plays or plays that are run. I mean, the Knicks had 4.8 seconds the other night to try to get a shot off. 
uh, against the Lakers. And, I mean, you know, Randall's double-teamed in the corner. And I don't understand. Why is your point guard taking the ball out of bounds? If anything, Brunson should get the ball out of bounds and then create a play off the dribble or something. I mean, there's no give and goes. There's no movement. There's no motion to the game. Nobody plays defense. I mean, guys stand with their hands at their sides. When I was teaching basketball, I was teaching you play defense with your legs and your arms. You keep your arms up. Nobody puts their arms up. Do you ever see NBA players do this? Put their arms up like this? Never. Never. Why? I'm looking at the standings for the NBA right now. Yep. There, there's like five good teams. Yeah. All the rest are just yeah. middling around in purgatory. It's amazing that Gary Bedman's actually the best. <laughs> I never thought that it would be that Gary Bedman would actually be the best commissioner of all the sports that are out there. Speaking of that, I watched uh, our buddy Breck came over the other day. I watched the uh, NHL All-Star game. Oh, it's awful. That was a, it's it was, awful. I mean, they, they, you know, oh, it's, it, was, it's, it was fun to watch just because I'm like, Robbie wants me to watch hockey. So, no, don't you know, watch that. That's not that, hockey That to wasn't watch. hockey because no. they were like, like Last my, night's like my, game. It's like, no, it's like my father said. It was like they were skating at half speed. Nobody hit anybody. Well, it's three it was like on an three. Em- there was like an empty net half the time. It was a joke. Nobody hit anybody. It was five on five. I mean, I remember right. when games were like you know twelve to f- nine because nobody would hit each other. But oh, no, it's it's awful. The skills competition is fun, but when you start flicking pucks at surfboards and dunking guys, I mean, come on, let's have some respect for the game. You know, if they would have something like the world, you know, best like fastest skater is great. You know, the the accuracy shot. Ray, Ray Bork is to win that. You know, every year almost the accuracy shot with the targets. Um, you know, the one on one challenges, uh, you know, the goaltender. I mean, those things are fun. I mean, that's you want to sell the game that way, but the game is horrible. First of all, five on five is hockey. Three on three is just ridiculous, but <clears throat> it's, they're supposed to showcase. I, I think all the all-star games are pretty lousy. Baseball is about the best of them. But I mean, it's just ridiculous when you, you, have, you want to talk about all star games. Like, why, how about, last how about night's the, how game? About the you would have enjoyed last night's the, hockey game though, with about, Calgary and the Rangers doing overtime. That well, was how pretty about the exciting. Game. Pro Bowl. Oh, it's awful. Give I mean, me a clown nose and a windmill, and we'll have an adult. You know, I mean, that that was just the biggest joke in it's the world. All, like I said, the the all star games are awful, and, and the know, it, off, it's not a representation of hockey at all. It's just it's ridiculous. You know what pissed me off is there was an, uh, an NFL player I can't remember his name, but he said that. Uh, it was a farce that he had to play in the Pro Bowl. And first of all, two things. Number one, you don't have to play in the Pro no. Bowl. Josh Allen substituted out for Tyler Huntley, who threw five <laughs> touchdowns and seven picks last year. And you're also you're getting paid forty three thousand dollars to play in the right. Pro Bowl. Okay, that's more than most people make in a year. Okay, and, and you're doing it for a, a glorified flag football game. So I don't want to hear that nonsense. That really irked me when I heard that. So these. Like you said, these all-star games, like baseball, the baseball all-star game's fun when you get, like, you know, Clayton Kershaw, you know, starting the game and facing I, some of the best hitters. And, it, and, and my best memory is when Pedro started the all-star game right. in Fenway and struck out five or six batters he faced. You know, right. like McGuire hitting bombs in the, in the home run derby, like... Baseball still has a little bit of a flair. The home run derby's turned into yeah, it's, garbage it's, it's now, okay. but I still like the All Star game. The, the problem I have is Rob Manfred. Here's here's the biggest problem I have with Major League Baseball right now, and we could talk. You know, we'll, we'll discuss more with the you know the Red Sox Yankees situation with Cashman's words. It's just ridiculous. But I mean, the biggest problem to me is with with, with Major League Baseball is the schedule thing they're doing. I mean, why do I have to see? You know, baseball is a very regional sport, okay? I don't care what the Arizona Diamondbacks are doing. I don't care what the Seattle Mariners are really doing. I don't really care what's going on with teams out west or even teams. I don't care what the Minnesota Twins are doing. Do you care what the Minnesota Twins are doing as a Red Sox fan? I could care less. So why do you want so now why we do have I want to Why do I want to see a balanced schedule? That's I, ridiculous. I want and the Yankees the same thing I want the, the Yankees now. I want the Yankees and Blue Jays 19 times and a year. And they're still the doing the same garbage now in the NHL. Do you know the Rangers don't play the Islanders for the rest of the year? And this was before the calendar changed. 
I mean, the Rangers and the Islanders are bitter rivals. You're talking one of the best rivalries in all of sports. They don't play anymore. So if you're going to have a balanced schedule and you're going to play every team in the league, right. you might as well just get rid of the National League and American League and just say the no, two, I best, don't, I don't the two about, best records are going to play in the World Series. I don't care, I mean, I don't care about interleague play. I think interleague play enough of the interleague play already. But that's I mean, what we're going to get. I mean, you might as well just get rid of the like, time. Do, you know, right. do you like interleague play? I hate interleague play. I mean, I don't hate That's it. what used to make the World Series special. Of course. You get the National League and the, and the American League. And now... So made the All-Star Game special. Well, now you're going to play every team? Especially when I was growing up, except the National League used to win all the time when I was growing up. Now the American League wins all the time, so it's kind of fun, but... What did you think of back in the day Bud Selig said the winner of the All-Star Game gets home field advantage? I actually thought that, that was like, the dumbest that thing. That was, was the stupidest thing I actually time. thought that was interesting for the first year, and then I was like, this is dumb. But well, you mean when you run out of players, then you get to play in the World Series? I mean, that was remember when they ran out of players? Oh, my God. <laughs> position players Boy, that was embarrassing, and, wasn't that? Yeah, it sure was. That 7-7 tie they had in, like, the 14th inning or some nonsense like yeah, they, that. They should have had the phantom runner now. They could end the game, right? 4 one 3 14 minutes after 10 right here on a Tuesday with Cronin and Zook. And, uh, yeah, it's just, you know, the All-Star games are garbage. I mean, and like I said, I mean, the NHL was ridiculous. I mean, he goes to Sturkin as, you know, chucking pucks at surfboards. I mean, come on. Can we have a little bit of respect for the, oh, I know it's in Florida. And you should have seen barely, I mean, if that, was, if that game was in Canada or if that game was in New York or a major market, they would have sold out that game. The seats were empty. Who the hell's going to the game in Miami? And those uniforms are hideous, too. Oh, they're awful, yeah. The, 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 yeah. Like, light, light, turquoise blue. God, and it's oh. embarrassing for the goaltenders. I mean, you got you got a Hall of Fame guy in Vasilevsky. Guy's giving up, like, eight goals for crying out loud. You got all these also UC Soros and, 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 you know, Igor and all these goaltenders. You got the eight, ten goals. Are at the, you know, at the, it's like there's no defense. They're at their mercy for crying out It's just, it's a bad, I don't like the three-on-three. Three. I don't even like the three-on-three. Three. You know, last night the Rangers won a three-on-three. Three. They, were, they were up three-to-two. They were down four-to-three. They tied the game, and then they won an overtime. So Rob from Lake Success, our buddy there, right? He he, t- I'm on the delay with the radio. Okay, the so podiatrist, yeah, the podiatrist, our buddy, the podiatrist, yeah. Ralph's so, yeah, good buddy there, yeah, yeah. Ralph's good. Buddy. <laughs> oh man, you, it's war between these guys. I mean, with Rob, so Rob last night he knows that I'm listening on radio and I'm feeding the TV because I'm getting the Calgary broadcast on my NHL package. So I'm listening to um, to Don LaGreca, okay, from ESPN with with uh, Pete Stemkowski, former Ranger, former Toronto Maple Leaf, great player when I was a kid. And, you know, I'm listening to the play-by-play call, and Rob already tells me that the games are won in overtime. I'm like, damn, you do this to me every time. And then I went to switch the, the forward to see the goal that Lafreniere finally – finally Lafie gets a goal. And, and uh, <laughs> I hit the wrong button, so I couldn't get the end of the game. And then the rec- record thing didn't work, so I had to go online after see, to see actually the goal, the game-winning goal and stuff. But it was an exciting game. They won 5-4, but uh, they're playing good hockey right now. And obviously, the Bruins, you know, are back in action. They're playing good hockey. I mean – We'll see. I mean, I mean, they've you know had a little bit of a the tailspin. What a tailspin! What are they thirty, like thirty eight and seven, whatever it is. I mean, they've been unbelievable this season. So, but anyway, yeah, it's gonna be fun to see the trading deadline. In the NHL is March first. A lot of rumors going around with different players. I've heard the Rangers are looking at getting Timo Timo Meyer from uh, from the Sharks, who's a really good. They need some ruggedness. I don't know what the Bruins need right now. I don't think the Bruins need much. I, maybe another defenseman. Maybe there's our phone. So let's go to our caller. Good morning. You're on Cronin's look on WTBR. Hello. It's Mike from Ocean City, Mikey, what's going hey, on, Hey, Mike, what's up, brother? How are you? Well, I wanted to be the first one to inform you of some breaking news. Um, I'm on the road right now, heading to the beach, but as I left Brady's the house, coming back. No, I'm kidding. I'm watching, no, I was watching the MLB Network, and on the ticker down below, you guys ready for this? This is shocking. Wow. Jake DeGrom is going to the Texas Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, man, that's almost as good as talking about the Red Sox having you fall off the road for crying out loud. And the Red Sox just gave Ryan Brazier a 10-year contract extension, too, right? Yeah. Jake DeGrom is going to the Texas. Hey, the Texas Rangers are spending a lot of money. They better win for crying out loud. My God, they're going uh, bananas. You, you, yeah, you would hope so, but uh, you know how baseball is. But uh, I was wanted to comment on the whole balance of schedule thing. Oh, I, it's I, awful. About it. And from a fan standpoint, it's a plus and a minus. The plus is that you get to see a player or players that you'll never get to see otherwise. Like, you know, um, I can't think But of nobody right cares, now, though. Are you thinking of Shawnee Otani, maybe, or somebody like that? Okay. I'm thinking, right? Well, there's others. I mean, there's others out there. No, but, that's but just an example. That, you know, why don't we just go back to, uh, you know, top two teams go to the World Series? Because that's kind of what it's going to come down to. Well, that's why I don't like it. And like I said, baseball is a regional sport. I couldn't care less what's going on in Minnesota or Arizona or you know Texas. With you know, I don't care. It's a regional sport. That's what's so stupid about this. You're not excited for the Pittsburgh Pirates I mean, coming yeah, to Pittsburgh Yankee Pirates. Stadium this year, I mean, do, right? Do I really care about those teams? I mean, it's a like I said, it's a regional sport. Baseball, especially. Uh, it's just ridiculous. I, Rob Manfred's a complete idiot. I, 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 you know, I mean, everything he does. I, I don't know what he does that's good actually. Honestly, give me one thing. Tell me, please. Hey, Mike, let me ask you this question. When, when the Dodgers come to Fenway this year, what, do you, what kind of ovation do you think Mookie's going to get? Is he going to get booed or are they going to give him a standing O? Uh, you know, I, I think it's going to be 60-40 boos versus uh, you know, applause. Because he basically forced his way out, said he wasn't going to uh, negotiate an extension. Yeah. yeah. So I think the boos will definitely outweigh the, the cheers. But, uh, you know, it, 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 again, it's, a, it's kind of a mixed bag. You know, but we'll see how it plays out. I mean, I think it would be fun to go to, to Fenway for Red Sox Dodgers. I mean, there's, there's like you said, there's pros and cons. And, you know, some of the pros are, like you said, you get to see a couple players, you know, like San, uh, not Sandy Koufax, Jesus. <laughs> Clayton Kershaw, because he reminds me of Sandy Koufax. He's never pitched in Fenway before. One's left like, hand, if one's they right come handed. to, you know, when they come to Fenway this year, if, if uh, Clayton Kershaw pitches, I would try to go to that game. Just to see, because he's a legend, you know? Oh, yeah. I have, hopefully, you know, we, we try and try to get in touch with Neverett and try to get him on the air. So he'll be in town for, you know, doing the Dodger game. So hopefully I can get him on the air one of these days. So, uh, but yeah, I mean. Well, how, how, about, uh, how about San Francisco opening the season at Yankee Stadium? That kind of is interesting. That's bizarre. Why do they open games? Why do they Stupid. start the season uh, in the Northeast? You know, right. I mean, now that you have a balanced schedule, why don't you why don't you open the season in warmer climates? Right, How many makes, times right. have they had opening day of Fenway and the game gets canceled because there's six inches of snow on the ground? <laughs> Especially if you're going to do this dumb garbage with you know this balanced schedule. Like, let's let's start out on the West Coast for a ten game road trip and then come back through Arizona, Texas, Florida. Like, you know, I agree. It's stupid. I agree. They should just start the stupid. season down south where the weather's warm. I agree. I mean, I've and heard this a million times. Open it up. You know, we're we're. Open it up in Toronto. You got a dome. Right. Open it up where there's right. domes and warm climate. Right, exactly. Then you don't have to have any problem with that. I know. I've, I've heard that mentioned a million times. So about that, and I know. I'm telling you, Rob Manfred does nothing right. Nothing. You know. He called the he called the World Series trophy a piece of metal. <laughs> he makes Bud Selig look mean, like you know, like the king of Siam. I mean, it's just unbelievable. You know, like I said, Gary. Like I said, I never knew there was a time where Gary Bettman would actually be the best commissioner in all of professional sports. Really, he makes Roger Goodell look like no, like looks like he knows what he's doing too. Jeez, 
Speaking anyway. of hockey, did you see the hit Truba made last year? Yeah, night? a couple uh, of them. Yeah, a couple. Of, you know what kills me about this, though? Every time a guy gets hit, somebody's got to come in and start fighting with him. I mean, nobody can get hit anymore in hockey. It's like it's a clean hit. Now, the, the hit on the hit on Nazem Kadri was a little was a little bit. was It was pretty tough, but that's true. But, I mean, that's the game he plays. But, uh, yeah, it was an exciting game last night. And, of course, I missed the goal because I flipped Rob. Oh, my God. Rob, every time he realizes that I'm, I was telling him I'm on delay, you know, because I'm listening to the radio call and I'm also listening, you know, watching the Calgary feed. So, of course, I got the message, you know, oh, they won, you know, like, oh, what are you doing? You know, so. And then I, and then I, and then I flipped the, and then I went to look at Laffy's goal. Laffy finally scores his seventh goal. I mean, it's like, who knows if he's ever going to be traded or kept. I don't know. He's 21 years old. I think you got to give him a chance to develop. So. But uh, well, yeah. it's going to be interesting at the trade deadline what the Rangers do, though, especially. And uh, everybody, I mean, the Islanders obviously made a huge deal when the Bo Horvath played his uh, put, uh, played his first game last night with the Islanders. No goals but four shots and so forth. But the Islanders won three in a row. So I don't know. Maybe the Islanders go on a run now, you know. So who knows? Seems like when Lou Lamarillo does something, you know, it turns everything turns to gold for him most of the time. So, But we'll see. So. Yeah. Hey, Mike, I got to ask you a quick question, all right? You, 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 it was funny you led with the Jacob deGrom going to the Rangers. You know, uh, Buck Showalter came out the other day and said that uh, deGrom called him and said, I thought I was going to be back. What the hell does that mean? He didn't want to be there. He didn't want to be there. Well, he didn't. You know. And, and Buck said, well, he's going to go, you know, he likes to just kind of be in his own zone. He likes to... Be left alone. He just wants to pitch. Texas is big. He'll be able to have his own space. But yeah, he told right. Buck, I thought I would be back. That's a load of horse manure. Absolutely. But when it's you know, 99 degrees, you know, he'll, he'll want to be back in New York. So, well, yeah, you know, the eight games he'll pitch in Texas this year. You know, they'll, they'll <laughs> right. right. That's like our buddy Beningo said, right? He doesn't stay healthy, right? He'll pitch like right. So why, why, why go? Why go? Uh, you know, a hundred percent max velocity every pitch. You know, to, he could be just as effective if he's throwing ninety four as if he's throwing a hundred and two. You know, yeah. And same thing with Scherzer. Scherzer does the same thing. Yeah, he, he won't last the whole season yeah. either. And these guys are older. So real quick before I go to break, who do you like in the Super Bowl? We're going to talk about that after the break. So who do you like? Uh, um, I'm still sticking with Philadelphia. My heart is with Kansas City. But, but the thing about around here where I live, there are so many Philadelphia fans. Because we're, you know, not too far from Philly. And I'm going to avoid every local bar. You know, I'm going to stay home and watch the game. Because I couldn't stand being in a you know, mob of Eagles fans. You know what I'm saying? Uh, hey, Mike, I got one more baseball-related question for you. I know we're kind of jumping all over the place here. But uh, you know how they have, like, fan graphs and zips and all those projections? They're projecting yeah. Chris Sale to uh, throw 139 innings this season. I think it'd be a miracle if he throws 139, 139 <laughs> innings the next three seasons combined. Stay off the bike. That's all I gotta say to Chris Sale. What's he gonna What's he gonna trip and fall like when they mop a floor at a gas station? Chris and he walks Bale. in to get a Slurpee. I mean, like the guy, the guy just can't stay out of, you know, he can't stay out of his own way. Like he's gonna see caution wet floor. Oh, let me go walk on that and trip and fall and break my elbow. You know, I I, I, I love I love Chris Sale, but you know. He didn't I, know what pistol Machado means. That, that that's the Chris Sale. Chris Sale. Chris Sale being healthy is the difference between them being a seventy-eight win team and an eighty-six win team, and that's my projection for them. Somewhere in that, I don't think they're a ninety-win team. I think they're. I think they'll contend for the third wild card spot, but you know, God, this this roster scares me. I know we talked about this last week, but man. Yeah. 
Yeah, and, you know, I'm, I'm so excited. Every year I'm excited for the start of the season, and I just, you know, I still have some hope, but, you know, it's, it, reality is going to be something different, I'm afraid. Yeah, I mean, it, we, it, we got to hope this Japanese kid, this uh, Yoshida, we got to hope that, that, that he's good. Got to hope he's a real deal. Verdugo, you know, Cora put pressure on him to step up. You know, I mean, it's all about projections, and Kike's going to play short, which he's been great at. But, so, anyway, that's that's all I got for you. Well, I think that's a good way to end the, end that note. All right, brother. I'll talk to you soon, man. Thanks for, we'll, uh, talk to you thanks for checking in, man. Football. All right, bro. All right, guys. <laughs> I'll see you. I love you, man. Okay. Thanks, man. All right, Take buddy. care. You got it. Bye. Bye. All right, that's my buddy down in Ocean City, Maryland. It's a lot warmer here. 413-445-5943. Cronin's look at 1025. We'll take a break, and uh, we'll come back and talk about the Super Bowl. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, it's going to be real exciting. Like, I don't even care who wins this. I hate both teams, but we'll come back and talk about the Super Bowl right after these messages. Mexicans, Bigfoot, Koreans, yep. Garbage Pail Kids. We got something for just about everybody. Hipsters. WTBR. Check it out, it's the Terminator. Hey, when'd you get back, huh? Did you have to shoot anyone? Why are you so distant? Are you not happy to see me? So what's the deal? You gonna get a job now or what? Why are you being so jumpy? Put all that stuff behind you, okay? No one knows what it's like to come back from Iraq or Afghanistan unless they were there. Join other veterans at communityofveterans.org because we know where you're coming from. Brought to you by Iraq and Afghanistan Veterans of America and the Ad Council. Larry Krepke here from Nothing But Old 45s, inviting you to check out my brand new show here on WTBR called Sweet Country Music. Some of the best country music I've ever recorded, like Dolly Parton, Alan Jackson, Patsy Cline, and a lot more. Plus, every show contains a comedy segment that'll put a smile on your face. Sweet Country Music, 11 a.m. Sunday mornings here on 89.7 WTBR-FM, Pittsfield Community Radio. Did you know that just 30 minutes a day of physical activity can improve your health and decrease your risk of heart disease? Walking is an easy way to start. For every hour of regular vigorous exercise, you can gain two hours of life expectancy. So start walking for yourself. Start walking with your family. Start walking with your friends. Start walking in your community. Start walking. Start something. Join the movement today. For more information on the American Heart Association START program, visit heart.org start. Hey, this is Mike Pezzo. Remember those tunes your parents told you to turn down? Better yet, remember those tunes your grandparents told your parents to turn down? Well, on Mike's Amazing Music and Oldies show, you'll hear sometimes oldies, sometimes blues, sometimes local performers, and a lot of rock. On Pritchard County's only rock station, 89.7 WTBR-FM, Pittsfield Community Radio, Thursdays at noon. Tune in and be entertained and educated. Hello, Phil Tierney here, the host of Berkshire Jazz, where I play all the young tigers and old lions of jazz every Saturday evening from 8 to 10 on WTBR 89.7, Pittsfield Community Radio. Join me Saturday at 8, and if you know someone who likes and enjoys this great American classical music, tell them about us. Spread the word. Jazz is alive and well on WTBR 89.7. Thanks for listening. We got something for just about everybody. WTBR. Welcome back to uh, 
Cronenzook right here on WTBR 89.7 Berkshire Sports now at 1029 on a beautiful Tuesday. It's cold, but it's really nice. The sun is shining. It's nice when the sun shines, so I don't mind that. So I got to go to BMC after, so I'm going over for to see my doctor. And they, they called me up. They said, I thought my appointment was at 1. And they said, no, it's at 11. I said, well, I'm on the air till 11. They said, well, you know, if you're 10 minutes late, I'm like, I sit in the waiting room for friggin' 20 minutes anyway. What's the big deal? So they said, okay, 11, 11.15. I'm like, well, thanks, you know. Appreciate that. They're like, oh, do you want to make an appointment? No, I'm in pain. Thank you very much. I, Unbelievable. I, I right? love when you go to doctor's appointments, right, and you get there 15, 20 minutes early. Yeah. And then uh, they're like, okay, uh, come on back. And, you know, like 15 minutes before your appointment starts. And then they, they, they jam you in this claustrophobic waiting room that's about, you know, the size of the inside of my truck, you know, and they make you sit there for 45 minutes right, and wait. Right, They're right. never on time. Right. So they, it's, 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 it's ridiculous. My ra- rabbi singer, Tobias Singers to say, he said, yeah, they put you on a piece of deli paper with a pickle and coleslaw. I shouldn't there be something there. It looks like deli paper, that stuff. They put you on, remember that stuff that rolls? Uh, oh, it's yeah. crazy. Anyway, four one three four four. This is a sports show, five, not a hospital four. medical I know, show. No, I was just, I just <laughs> happened to be thinking about that. Yeah, where's, oh, yeah, like, where me, yeah, where's Randolph Mantooth and Kevin Tighe when you need him? Anyway, Super so, Bowl, so man. Super Bowl fifty seven. I remember it every year with number it is because it's my age. So, but <laughs> Super Bowl fifty seven. So here, let's okay. So let's start with this. All right, now as far as injuries go, all right, all right. The biggest to me with Kansas City, the biggest injury is is to me is. Uh, is Sneed, is Jerry Sneed, because he's a cornerback, and you're talking about going up against Smith and Brown. So that's a huge factor if he doesn't play. So so he's questionable right now. But as far as the you know injuries go right now, I mean, Kansas City, for the most part, um, they got a couple of players well that are banged up and so forth. Like, there's one guy. Um, okay, McCall Hardman is a young receiver. He's got a pelvis issue. He's probably going to be out. But other than that, I mean, pretty much everybody's, you know, ready to play. It's just that guys didn't practice a lot this week. So What about Smith Schuster? Is he healthy? Um as far as as far as uh yeah, he's not really um that healthy. So it looks like they're gonna do, you know, they have other options right now. So just looking at the injury report here. So um so let's see right here. Um so yeah, Tony, Tony okay, so Tony's hurt. Tony's got an ankle issue. Okay, so they said on the radio this morning Juju he's going to play though. Okay, oh he is. Okay, That's so so Juju, so Juju's got a knee problem. He's questionable. Uh, Sky Moore, uh, no, sorry, Sky Moore is healthy. So basically, they got Valdez, Scanning, Sky Moore, and Kelsey. You know, as uh, obviously Kelsey's a Hall of Fame player, and those guys, and honestly, Scanling played really well last week. So if those guys are healthy, so you heard Tony's, you heard Tony's going to be okay. right? That's what they said this morning, which is uh, contrary to what you said about when he was with the Giants that he never played. But oh they God, actually said he's going to play. Problem, please, <laughs> he wanted to be a rapper more than he wanted to be a, you know, a wide receiver in the National continue, Football League. Continue your thoughts before I. Uh, give you mine oh no problem well yeah basically so so here's the deal so um so those are the injuries there and then you look at you know there's just like different players like on the eagles like dickerson's got an elbow problem lane johnson offensive tackle's got a groin issue but they're all like rested you know there's nobody that says it's going to be gone so um cam jurgens another guy their center's got a hip issue avante maddox has got their cornerback has a toe problem robert quinn their defensive ends got a foot problem so but the thing is that these guys are all, like, were rested. So it looks like everybody's going to play except for, like, one person, I think, which was probably McCole Hardman from, from, the, from the Kansas City uh, Chiefs. He's, he's about the only one I think that would be probably not going to play. But everybody else looks like they're going to play. It's just a lot of resting. And they didn't practice. Like I said, a lot of these guys didn't, didn't, uh, didn't practice at all this week. So 
I, I look at it this way. It's uh, I think, number one, uh, Kansas City has the coaching advantage, without a doubt. I mean, Andy Reid, Andy Reid, I think, is such a better about, coach. Nick Sirianni's out there, you know, I've whining and complaining about uh, Andy Reid not retaining him on his coaching staff when, uh, you know, the, the previous administration, Romeo Cornell, that he worked under, got fired. You know, no assistance under other assistants ever get retained. I mean, I, I think Andy Reid's the better coach. He's He's got the second most playoff wins in history. Uh, I think that uh, Jalen Hurts, I worry about his injury more than I worry about Patty Mahomes' ankle because his okay. shoulder has been really, you know, that's what kept him out for a couple games. Right. And then when he came back, the last three games he's played, he's really been tr- not good. I mean, he's been bad. And if Kansas City gets off to a hot start – you know, if they're up seven nothing, fourteen nothing, and Jalen Hurts has to start, you know, has to throw the ball thirty-five, forty times, I think the Eagles are in trouble. Well, and I think right. that, you know, if Jalen Hurts, can, if they can get the ground game going, then I think they're going to be fine. Yeah, I, I, I got Kansas City winning this game like something like twenty seventeen. I think it's going to be really close. Wow, you think it's that that low scoring? I, I don't see this being a high scoring game. I think it'll well, it'll be. I think it'll be higher scoring than that. I don't think they'll score forty. They're thirty five or forty points, but I do think it'll be a little higher scoring. Well, I got twenty seventeen. But my, I think. My but, I, but I. Okay. But what the hell do we know? But, you know. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I mean, seriously, but There's that's two what, guys. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, when you look, well, the thing is, when you look at the Chiefs, okay, and I look at their all around game. All right, they're they're better on the ground than they used to be. Okay, they they're better than they, they run the ball better than they used to run the ball. Um, but when I look at the Philadelphia Eagles as a whole, as 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 a, as a as a team, I like their offensive line better. And I like their ground game better. I think time of possession is a huge factor in this game. Um, I just like I just like them up front. I just I you know obviously you know Kansas City's got a good front line. I mean they've had Jones as a terrific player. I mean they have a, they have a pretty good defense. I mean Spags has done a pretty good job with that defense in the last few years. You know obviously you know won a Super Bowl and so forth with them. But um, you know to me. Really, it comes down to the two quarterbacks. Now, obviously, Mahomes is, you know, he's a, I mean, the guy's a future he's Hall a, of he's Famer. A, he's a wizard. I mean, he's, he's great. We he's all know great. how great he is, okay? Now, like I said, I mean, Kelsey, he's a big factor in this game, obviously. I mean, they have a great offense. They're going to score some points. Which Kelsey? Right, yeah. Well, which Kelsey? No. <laughs> well, both players are great. Both are great players. I think right. both are future Hall of Famers. I think, I think, I think his brother is, is a, you know, a terrific, terrific player. But I mean, like, you know, it, the thing for me with this game is really about time of possession with Philadelphia, and I like their ground game. I just and I like their defense. I just think I think they're going to get to Patty Mahomes. I do. I think they're going to do a good job defensively. And Andy Reid, I've seen Andy Reid blunder uh, time clock management and things in games and things that I've questioned about him. So, yeah, he's won a lot of games. Do I think he's a great in-game type coach? I can't take away his record. Can't take away his, you know, the fact that he's won a Super Bowl already. He's been in it twice. Uh, well, obviously three times. One with the Eagles. But you I like mean, the, you like the Waffle House card that he carries around every game. The Waffle House card. It's ridiculous. I know. Like, yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm thinking he's going to order like you know, plate of eggs and a ton of eggs. Order so, the whole left side of the menu like the guy in diner. So the Eagles have four players on the team with double digit sacks. Right. So it's all going to come down to, like you said, can the Chiefs offensive line hold up enough to give Mahomes time. Well, that's what I and think. He's going to have to scramble a lot. Well, he does, I think. Well, he always does. And he and is that ankle going to hold up? I think his ankle's going to be fine. I think he'll be fine this week. I mean, he's given. He's obviously had two, you know two weeks to to uh, now high ankle sprains are difficult. That you know two weeks of sore is not completely healed. 
But I just think the key to this, to this game is, is Philadelphia's offensive line. I think the way they run the football and control the clock, I think that's a very big key for this, for this game. So 413-445-5943. Conan Zook, if you want to chime in right here at 1037. But, yeah, I just think that, you know, it's, I think it comes down to football. Is, you know, it's played in the trenches to me. So, obviously, special teams are both good. Um, you know, I give the edge, like I said, I give the edge of the running game to Philly. I give the edge of the passing game to, to Kansas City. The thing about Jalen Hurts, though, is he, if he's healthy, and, and I, I think he's fine, okay, but he's also a guy who can run the football, too. Right. So I think that's going to, you know, play a factor. I think if he can, you know, do some improvisational things and they can run some, some quarterback options, which they're going to run from, obviously. And I think Sirianni's a good coach. I mean, what I've seen this year, clock management skills are good. I mean, they got a really good team. I just think they have a better. I just think this is. I just think that's their year. I really do. I think that they didn't have a very good tune-up in the playoffs. I mean, they played two bad quarterbacks. You know, I mean, they played uh, against San Francisco. I mean, they, you know, Brock Purdy got hurt on like what the second play of the game. Yeah, but I still think Philadelphia would have won that game. I still think they would have gotten Purdy, I, and they destroyed Daniel Jones. I mean, they killed the Giants. The Giants were embarrassed on that game. They really were. The Giants, I think Giants Dan, were terrible in that game. Daniel Jones will be back with the Giants, I think. Oh, yeah, I think, absolutely. I think he'll be back with the Giants. I don't know how many years they'll give him. I mean, there's been talk about now about franchising him and letting Barkley go at this point, which there might be an option. Do we really know who Daniel Jones still is? I mean, do we really know, honestly, I'd, who I'd, he is? I'd give, him, I'd give him two with an option. That's uh, two years with an option. I don't option. know if I'd give him two. You know, maybe. I, I, he's uh, not going to sign for one. Somebody out there well, will sign well, him. Yeah, of course. He's there's not so going to sign for There's one. so many teams in the league well, that so, are quarterback so, needy. All right, so do you franchise him and say bye-bye to Barkley? I mean, Barkley already got you. Know, he got offered a contract. He already they gave him an offer. He basically said no. Running backs are a dime a dozen in the draft, right? I mean, Bar- exactly. Barkley's always hurt. Well, he's not. Well, he's hurt. he's been hurt a couple times this year. He stayed healthy. Yeah, he had a very good season. But he's, the thing is, he stays healthy, but, but he tails off down the stretch. Well, the, yeah, but the thing is, you can allot the money to other things that you need. Perhaps on defense, perhaps a wide receiver. The Giants desperately need a wide receiver that can stretch the field. So, so to me, well, you I don't mean, like Kenny Galladay. <laughs> I don't think Kenny Galladay even knows he's playing football anymore. Okay, <laughs> I, I think he's thinking there. He's, he's, he's a he's a spectator wearing a uniform. Okay, I think he thinks he's a fan with a, with a giant helmet on. I know who would fit good in the giant system is uh, Jacoby Myers. Because Patriots aren't going to resign him. They're saying, okay. they're saying he's going to break the bank. Jacoby and Myers, I'm thinking the law firm. Yeah, I mean, he's okay. You know, I don't think he's great. He's not a one. He's a, he's, he's better off as a, a two, as a two or three. But they're saying he's going to make like... They're, they're predicting like $16, 17000000 million a year. You know Patriots aren't going to pay him that. No, there's no they don't. Way. They don't pay receivers. No. Well, they do if they're really good. I mean, you know, I mean, there's been receivers that have been dominant in the league. Well, like Randy Moss, Wes Welker, those kind of guys. Right, but I'm just saying that the, the, Gi- that the Giants desperately need somebody to stretch the field. That's the thing. You know, Daniel Jones had a big game against Minnesota. We all know how well he played. But then the following week against Philly, he was terrible. So my question for you is, like, if Minnesota was really that bad defensively and made Daniel Jones look like a genius, or is Daniel Jones just the average quarterback that we pretty much watched the last, what, four years? Mac Jones had a great game against Minnesota, too, which they ended up losing that game. But, right. you know, Minnesota had the worst-ranked defense in the league. And I think Mac Jones— they fired the defensive coordinator. I'd, t- I'd rather have Daniel Jones on my team than Mac Jones, so guess, Yeah, so guess who's, um, guess who's in? Guess who got hired by the Jets as offensive coordinator? Nathaniel Hackett. Does that mean that, you know, that uh, uh, Aaron Rodgers is coming to the Jets? Do you think he's coming to the Jets? Aaron Rodgers was on the radio the other day, and he said, uh, he goes, you know, I don't know where I'm going to be. Uh, you know, he goes, uh, a lot of ra- he's he's in Phoenix, you know, at, at Radio Row, and he's like, uh, a lot of uh, Raider fans out there 
trying to say, Rogers, Rogers, we want. He said, Devontae Adams. I think he's going to. He's either going to stay in Green Bay or he's going to go to Vegas. I don't. You I think, think you don't think he's going to go to the Jets. No, I think Derek Carr goes to the Jets. Okay, I do. I think. Do you Derek like Carr, Derek Carr? You think Derek Carr is, is a good acquisition for the Jets? I think that he. Uh, I never would liked be, him that much. I think he'd be ten times better than the situation oh, they course, have right absolutely. now. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, he's not a bad quarterback. I mean, he just throws too many interceptions a lot of times. If though. Aaron Rodgers went to the Jets and said, "Trade for me." The Jets would do it in a heartbeat, and they'd be Super Bowl contenders right away. Derek Carr is, he's, you know, he's in the second tier of quarterbacks, right. in my opinion. Uh, I think he would be a good fit. I think they'd win 10, 11 games with Derek Carr. Yeah, probably. Because they have, they have a good up-and-coming team. They have good young receivers. Yeah, their defense is good. Their defense is, especially with Sauce. Right. I mean, that, that, that team... They're they're a quarterback and a head coach away from being good. When they lost, got to go. Yeah, when they lost Brees Hall, that was a big loss for them because they took away their whole running game. And obviously, you know, the, the quarterback situation was a disaster this season. It really was. And at least Mike White had some grit though when he played. Well, you know? yeah, he's, 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 not, he's nothing special, but at least he tried. No, he's tough. He's tough. He's mm. playing with a busted rib for crying out loud. I was surprised he went back on the field on that game. He was just getting absolutely tortured. Zach Wilson was more interested in looking at the gray-haired ladies in the in the stadium see, in the stands, you know. But see, I think yeah. I think. Aaron Rodgers, to me, if, if, if the Jets get him, obviously it improves them. But the problem is with the Jets, their offensive line is terrible. So you're going to put a guy there who's, what, 38 years old? 39. 39. And you he'd only 39 be— 39-year-old quarterback he'd, he'd there a, against, and, with an and, offensive line that's garbage? And it's a $60 million cap. That's, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's nuts. And they're saying that the, the Green Bay wants two first-rounders for him. Yeah, it's, it's, it's nuts. You can't trade a fir- two first-rounders for a 39-year-old quarterback and take a $60 See, million I think dollar I cap. Think, I think he's going to be in Green Bay. I think he's going to play one more year, and that's going to be it. But, you know— and the thing is, too, is like, yeah, he improves them, but what has Aaron, Aaron Rodgers done? What has he done recently? He loses in every championship game in Green Bay. He lost a game this year against Detroit at the end of the season that would have put him in the playoffs. He didn't get that done either. So Maybe they should put Baker Mayfield on the Jets, huh? Oh, no, I don't know. Baker Mayfield's garbage. I was just being sarcastic I don't know if he's garbage. That. I think Baker Mayfield's problem is He's that too short. He's just, well, he's inconsistent. I mean, the thing is, too, you don't want him throwing 35 times. You want to See, Baker Mayfield, to me, I was shocked that he didn't fit on the Browns because what do the Browns do a lot? They run the football. Well, so the they, fact that he didn't succeed there, you know, I, I thought he would be, have more success. I mean, they the got two of the best running backs in football. Right. Well, there you go. And that's what I'm saying. If, you, if Baker Mayfield's throwing the ball 40 times a game, forget it. If he's throwing 20, 25 times a game, that's, that's different, you know. So, but uh, another another somebody will sign, and maybe the Rams will keep him. Another interesting quarterback is uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, free agent. Right, where's he going? And Shanahan basically threw him under the bus and said, uh, yeah. you know, he goes, uh, no, I don't see any situation where he's on our team next year. So if but you got two guys with injury situations. He'd, he'd Why, be, what, what are they going to do next year? He'd be a good. Uh, that's a good question. What about San Francisco going out and getting a guy like Derek Carr? Nah, I don't see that happening. Why? I, I just don't see it happening. I don't. I don't think he's right next door. I mean, it's, it's California. Don't in California. I, I see him. I see him. Vegas. Oh, or I, Jets. I keep forgetting. I keep getting their feet. Forgetting they're in Vegas. I see him. Time. Vegas or Jets. And you know, you know, a very intriguing place for Garoppolo would be Vegas, because he was right, under he was right, under McDaniel's right. in, in New England. Right. That would make sense. And I would love a bombshell and see the Patriots go get Jimmy G. 
Because yeah, I think, yeah. you know, they've worked together. He and Belichick could work together, certainly. That would make sense. I mean, yeah. that would make a total sense. But and I, think Mac, I think Mac Jones is just, a, it's, I, I can't stand Mac Jones. See, I think, I think Mac could be, could be okay. I think they need, I think they need a, a guys that stretch the field. Can, the he take, can he take you over the top, though? Can he get you that championship? I think if Jimmy G could stay healthy, for God's sake, I think he can. I don't think Mac Jones is good enough to get you where you need to All go. Right. Yeah, I mean, you make a point there. I mean, I mean you know. The thing about Mac, it's just like Daniel. It's like he's just inconsistent. There's an inconsistency there, and it's it's obviously being a young quarterback. But let's put some more pieces around him and see what he does. I don't know. I I, I get your point. I understand your point. His inconsistency. One game he's terrific. The next game he's terrible. It also didn't help that he had Matt Patricia calling. Well, that's what I'm saying. Let's, let's, see what, let's, let's see what let's happens. This, this is this is year three. Right. This is the same situation as Daniel Jones was in a year ago. You know, now Mac has a. A legit offensive I like, I like coordinator. Mac. He's I got like a legit Mac. offensive line coach who they just brought in from. Jeez, uh, I can't remember where they brought the guy I like from. Mac. But they, I think Mac can be a good player. I think he's a, a little baby. He doesn't like to get hit. I think he's got tunnel vision. He, he sees he sees one play. Well, who nobody <laughs> the likes quarterbacks that like to get hit. Nobody I like to get hit. Nobody likes to get hit. But I just think Obviously. he's. I just think he's a whiner. <laughs> And, you know, the fact that he was calling other coaches from other teams asking for advice on how to deal with things, like, that, that was a slap in the face to Belichick and the staff. Um, this is a make-or-break year for Mac this coming year. Yeah, I think you so, know, too. You got, you got I, Bill O'Brien, who was – you were in Alabama with him. Right. He knows your strengths. He knows your weaknesses. Give him a piece. They're talking about Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins. Oh, They're wow, talking about D-Hop T. Higgins be, from be, Cincinnati. D-Hop would be fantastic on the picture. I, so. Give Mac he stays healthy. Give Mac a burner. Give him a guy that can right. Well, that that's the same thing with Daniel Jones. It's the same thing, right? Exactly. And so. let's see. And if he if he sucks again, like he did this past year, fourteen uh, touchdowns, eleven picks. I mean, he had he had a terrible year. Uh, give him a give him a burner. Like a Randy Moss exactly. style, right? They, they, they take Randy Moss out of retirement and throw him out there. He'd be better than he'd be better than anybody the Patriots yeah, have on their a, team. Like, Randy's not a bad not a bad commentator either. I like Randy, so four one three four four five five nine four three ten forty six right here on WTBR and Berkshire Sports now with Cronin and Zuck. Give us a call. We'd love to talk to you about anything. We're talking about the NFL and of course the Super Bowl. So um, hey, Ralphie, just hope you're doing well. If you're listening to us out there, yeah, he's buddy, still better, yeah. So he was giving me grief for not listening to his show yesterday, but I was working on my show. I don't know how, what I was doing. But uh, anyway, um, yeah, my, my, he's on on Mondays now, too, if I forgot. So anyway, but. Um, I got to give a big shout out to my uh, expanding listening on. So my buddy Derek and my buddy Jake are listening today. Thank you guys for texting and saying you're, you're tuning in. We, appreciate, a, yeah, well, give us we appreciate you guys. Call up. So everybody that's listening out there, we appreciate it. Give us a shout. Yeah, talk. give us a call. We got like, what, 15 minutes left, a little bit less than that, but. Uh, yeah, so I was what I was saying is, um, you said you think it's going to be a low scoring game, like twenty to seventeen. I think it's going to be a little higher scoring. So that's just my feeling. I just think both offenses are pretty damn good. So. Hey, how about Sean Payton to the to the uh, Broncos? I didn't, eight, eight. I didn't get it. I don't. I still don't get it. But I don't think he's that great of. I mean, I think he's he's Mike McCarthy. 2.0 and but you know the one thing I do love though is uh, Russell Wilson has his own personal uh, quarterbacks coach right, and Sean go. Payton right, goes exactly. I don't know anything about that Payton <laughs> goes uh, the coaches that are on our staff they're going to be our our uh, they're going to be the ones in the building so uh, he basically told Russell Wilson to go to hell and uh, oh, step geez. step in line basically yeah well here's yeah that's what I'm saying well you don't think it's interesting that he went to Denver I you know but you look at the you look at their defense it's a good defense so if you can build you know, maybe draft a young quarterback. 
you know, and start building an offense there. You got a pretty good team there. But I mean, I was shocked that he didn't take, uh, you know, that he, he, well, obviously they didn't fire Staley and they didn't, and they didn't fire Mike McCarthy. So, but uh, yeah, that job was open, you know. Well, I mean, we talk about that family won't, won't, doesn't want to pay two coaches at the same time. Exactly. They're, well, they're yeah, cheap. I can't believe Staley's back. I, I can't believe Todd Bowles is back. We talked about this last week. I mean, what is going on here? Herbert's, if, Herbert's not going to be there in two which, years. Huh? Herbert won't be there in two years. What, with Sandy, with the, with they're, the Chargers? They're oh, predicting oh. him to make $50 million oh, a year. Oh, he'll be there. He'll you be think there. they're going to give him $50 million yes. a year? Yes. Where do you think? Uh, where, where, you think who's going to play quarterback for them? Think Lamar's going to resign in Baltimore? Yes, he's a free agent. Yes. Okay. I think he'll be back in Baltimore. Absolutely. I okay. So I, I just think uh, you know he's he's been playing there for a while. He's used to the system. He's used to hardball. Why not? I mean, when he's healthy, he's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. I know he's a different type of quarterback. I mean, he's a you know guy who can run the boys very athletic. But you know, let me tell you something: if he was healthy and he was playing, they could have beaten Cincinnati a few weeks ago in the playoffs. They really they came very close. He learned this thing that was a very that's a very huge deal in the NFL. He learned this thing called accuracy. He learned how to throw a football because he wasn't a very good passer in college. No, but the guy could throw. I watched and him he can run. Yeah, he was a pretty good player. And though. if he could just stay healthy, yeah. I mean, like you know, I said, I mean, he, they're going to resign. Who the hell do they bring in? You're not going to have their backup play in the whole time. Yeah, let me try that again. You want to bring back RG three? I mean, he's just, you know, he's just sitting at ESPN right now. Tyler Huntley's garbage. The guy that they have is their Poor backup RG3, right now. Man. I don't think Tyler Huntley's garbage. He's just not as good as you know, it's Lamar. I mean, Lamar's better. That's all. Well, he's a, he was a pro bowler, so he's obviously got some skill, right? With his five touchdowns and his seven picks this year, yeah, he's not that bad. He's filling in for, he's filling, <laughs> he's filling in for the broad jump. I mean, you know. 413-445-5943. Got about 10 minutes left. We'll take a break. We'll come back. I'll give you my final score for the Super Bowl. And uh, Sean, he's, he's got 20 to 17, but I'll give you mine. So, uh, yeah, we'll be back uh, right after these uh, messages, and we'll see ya. You guys rock. WTBR. I smoke because it's a habit. It's very hard to quit. I've tried. My wife smokes. It's not allowed in the home. It's not allowed around my children. I just know it isn't good. My husband hates that I smoke, and I smoke outside. It irritates her a little bit, but I think she sees and understands what I'm trying to get across to her, that it's not only bad to her, but it's bad to my three beautiful daughters and my two sons. My dad gets upset with my mom because she smokes and he doesn't, and whenever my mom goes and smokes, she has to go smoke outside. I don't think my mom should smoke because it's really bad for you, and it could hurt you really bad. I do think there is a correlation between parents and kids. The parent smokes, the kids think it's okay for them to smoke. Sometimes, all you need is a small reason to quit. Yeah, I love my mom very much, but I still wish she'd stop smoking. Smoking. If you think you're old enough to start, you're smart enough to stop. A public service message from this station and the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Hola, hola. Hola, hola. I'm Daisy. Yo soy Marta. Whether you want to learn a little Spanish or get a glimpse of our wonderful Latin roots, join us as we celebrate Latin culture with music from genres ranging from salsa to bachata. Gain insight on local news, community information, and very special guests. Only on Mundo Latino. Welcoming listeners of all nations on WTBR 89.7 FM. Support for Mundo Latino comes from Greylock Federal Credit Union. Every Sunday night at 10 p.m., something strange happens to the airwaves of WTBR-FM. It's called The Mix. It is an experience like no other on this part of the planet. Witness a collection of fresh and classic beats that are guaranteed to make you move. The best part is, it is mixed completely live, uncut, unedited. So, for an exciting end to the weekend, 
Tune your radio to WTBR-FM Sunday nights from 10 to midnight for The Mix. Wonder what happened to those great local PCTV channels? Did you lose them? No worries, they're still there. Go to cable channels 1301, 1302, and 1303 to watch the best local content on television. News and information, sports and entertainment, city council, school committee, July 4th parade, it's all there waiting for you. Pittsfield Community Television. For over 30 years, we are still your local television. Larry Kreptke here from Nothing But Old 45s, inviting you to check out my brand new show here on WTBR called Sweet Country Music. Some of the best country music ever recorded, like Dolly Parton, Alan Jackson, Patsy Cline, and a lot more. Plus, every show contains a comedy segment that'll put a smile on your face. Sweet Country Music, 11 a.m. Sunday mornings here on 89.7 WTBR-FM. Pittsfield Community Radio. We got something for just about everybody. WTBR. We got an exclusive interview with Brian Cashman right here. Brian, how you doing this morning? <laughs> I'm doing good. Uh, I just want to let you, uh, all you Yankee fans, know that you're spoiled. You know, we were four games away from oh, the World man. Series last year. You know, we get there every year. We're almost there. You know, we only hit 158 against the Astros, but, uh, you know, we were close, so you're spoiled. What do you make of those comments, Robbie? Those statistics were ridiculous. Not only in the Houston series, it took them five games to dispose of Cleveland, in which they also hit terribly. They struck out, what, 50 times in a, in a, in a, what, in a four-game series? I mean, it's ridiculous to hear Brian Cashman. You know, Yankee fans aren't stupid. The problem with the Yankees is that they spend money, okay, they spend stupid, a lot of it. Stupid they players. can't spend the right money on the right <laughs> players. Well, let's bring back IKF. Let's now we got Donaldson. We can't, nobody wants Donaldson. Nobody wants his contract. I would just get him, get him out of there. Give him his release and say goodbye. I would rather have the kids play. Eat the I, eat the twenty five million. Right. I will take a step back as a Yankee fan to take a step forward. I mean, the problem I have with Cashman is, can you build the core players? Why are the, okay? Why are the Astros so good? Because they've had the same, basically the same major core players there that they've built with for the last what seven, eight years already. And, and they make me envious too of the Braves. And the Braves, the Braves, the Braves do it right too. The, the, the fact they let Swanson go. I was, sucks. I was surprised. Yeah. But the Cubby, maybe he did that for his wife. I know his wife lives there, right? Or she's a there. professional soccer yeah. player in Chicago. Yeah, right, That's right. understandable. Right. Okay, that was Gretzky did that for his wife too. Like, but they've uh, locked up a lot of their young core. Man. Right, right. But the Braves, but, but the Braves built from within. What have the Yankees built besides Aaron Judge? What have the Yankees done in terms of building? I mean, yeah, they have some guys that pitched, obviously King and a few other guys that are built through the farm system. But honestly, what have the Yankees built in terms of any kind of core? They haven't. Everybody's from a different organization. Even Glaber Torres was with the Chicago Cubs organization. So tell me, tell me who was the last successful starting pitcher the Red Sox drafted? You can't. Man, it's a lot. You got to go back to Lester. That's right, John Lester. Yep, that was the last yep. one that that was like pretty you much. Know, yeah. And Buckholtz was injured all right, the time. Buckholtz, so right. the Red Sox and Yankees operate very much the same way. I mean, we let our was homegrown Jonathan players. Jonathan Pavelbay on a homegrown player for the Red Sox? He was a homegrown right, player. Okay, so there you go, but he ended up in Philly. Right, right. And Washington, then he punched Bryce Harper in the face. Remember they got in that, that dugout squirmish yep. there? Crazy. You know? I mean, we have guys coming up the pipeline, but yeah. you, you never know. 
I mean, we just the Red Sox don't draft well. Like, how can Cashman even think that the Yankee fans are that stupid? I mean, to think. I mean, first of all, I mean, look, because you're spoiled. You spoiled, we Robbie. Been, you spoiled. How am I spoiled? They've gotten one World Series victory in 2009. I'm okay? saying that with a smile on they, my face as a joke. The, I, mean, I know, but I'm saying even the Texas Rangers have been to the World Series twice since then. So have the Kansas City Royals. I mean, there's a lot of teams out there that have been to the World Series and the Yankees haven't. Sorry to say the Mets have been to the World Series, too, since the Yankees were there last year. Right, exactly. They played the, the Mets Royals played the in Royals. that World Series. Right. Yep. right, the Royals had lost the year before to San Francisco. So, I mean, and, and the good thing is Brian Sabian, speaking of San Francisco, now Brian Sabian and Omar Minaya are now part of the Yankees brass. So I hope Sabian, you know, gives Cashman some advice as far as, like, young players and bringing up players and developing players at the, at the minor league level so that the Yankees have some kind of core. They just don't. I want to know what Cashman has on ownership. What kind of and dirt still does he have Aaron, on him? What is, is he doing Hicks there? Why is Aaron why is Aaron, Aaron Hicks, Hicks Josh oh, Donaldson, Connor Vallaffa, what do they have on these guys, Here's man. comments about Hicks. He said, you know, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but he said, like, oh, you know, maybe he'll come back, you know, hopefully be the same player. And he, and he goes, oh, Donaldson's going to have an all-star year or whatever. I'm like, come, give me a we think his We think his offense is going gonna, is gonna to pick up. It was it was a little bit of an off year last year. Please I heard Cashman say that. I said, Are you the guy's always been a low-average, high-power hitter. He can't, he can't catch up to a fastball anymore. I mean, how many times did he strike out? My God. Seven out of ten plate appearances at some time like that? It's ridiculous. Hey, we're running short here. you got to give Super Bowl prediction. Okay, that's right. Thanks Score. Yep. All right. I like the Eagles. I think it's their, their – their, I like their defense and their offense. I'm going to say uh, Eagles 27 and the Chiefs 24. So – Point so game. you like a three-point game too? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's going to be, be close. close. It'll be close. Yeah, Bucker's going to so. make the right the the, the kick to win oh, you the think, game. Oh, you think, oh, see, I like Elliott better as a kicker. I think Bucker's good. Victor Bucker's good too. Bucker had kind of a, a down year. Yeah, he was he, he was a lot of he was points, he so. was nails last year, but yeah. you know he got lucky to get that 15-yard penalty last week. I just like you know? the, I just like the Eagles. Uh, I just like the Eagles' ability to run the football and I and and, and keep the clock moving and so forth. And I well, well I got KC twenty seventeen. So we'll see. Next week we'll oh, that's have really we'll low scoring. Yeah. Well, I, I don't think there's going to be a lot of points scored. Oh really? Well, okay. I think I th- both defenses are pretty good. So well, they both yeah they're both both offenses are really good. So you think you think the Chiefs are going to be hold to to uh, basically two touchdowns on a field goal? Wow. I, I think it's low scoring because both quarterbacks aren't one hundred percent. That's okay. that's why. Okay, that's just my Mahomes, opinion. That's, Mahomes, that's my... Look, Mahomes is playing on one foot. He looked pretty good for over three hundred yards. And Jalen Hurts doesn't have a shoulder, so we'll see. Yeah, see, I'm sick of hearing about shoulder. He looked fine last week. He was perfectly fine. We'll see. See, I think Jalen Hurts. I think they're going to win. I think Hurts is going to be MVP. So that's why we call them predictions, right, brother? Exactly. Wow, hey, another hey, show in the books here. Crazy, right? Unbelievable. Crazy, man. Crazy. Hey, enjoy that State of the Union address tonight. Oh, that'll be fun. You know, we could talk about balloons and you know things like that, but enjoy the Super Bowl. I hope you enjoy it. Uh, yeah, I'm, I don't really care. Both I hate both teams. I'm, ro- I'm rooting for my squares. Isn't that terrible? I'm being a Giant fan and root for the Chargers, and I got two teams I can't stand. I'm rooting for my squares. For the, what, Just hope what a couple squares? squares hit. You know, it's like you know you, you get like the, the the chart. You get the two teams, one one number on each. It's, so that's what there I'm rooting go. for. But what a, what a week, ladies and gentlemen! Thank you for tuning in, Robbie. You take the last ten seconds. So oh, okay. Thanks everybody for tuning in. Remember, stay tuned for great programming right here on WTBR and Beatles Forever at four o'clock. Cronin Zook, we're out of here. Have an awesome week, folks. Wishing and, you better uh, health, there, brother. Oh, hope thanks, you feel man. better, man. I will. Hopefully, thanks, brother. God bless. Go Squares.